You're listening to the Farmyard Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Farmyard. It's a movement, have you heard? And our Patreon supporters. Episode 38, A Journey Through the Blood Types Part 2, with host Linda Borgie and guest Farmyard co-founder Marsha Howe. Well, hello there. Linda Borgie here from Farmyard. It's a movement, have you heard? How are you? How is everyone today? So nice to have you. Well, this, as promised, we have episode two of our co-founder, Marsha Howe, and our journey into blood types. Are you there, Marsha? I am. Wonderful, wonderful. For those of uh, our listeners that weren't able to listen to the previous podcast, you want to give them a little bit of a, a review, but we definitely want them to go back and listen to episode one. Is that correct? That's right. So give yeah. them a little, little, little review, though, so that going forward, at least they're not completely in the dark. Okay, yeah. Um, well... I just love to go over this because it's such an important thing as we're trying to find our way in wellness. Uh, what we put into our body every day makes a big difference. And you could be eating some foods that are supposed to be healthy foods because there is a lot of, lot of good food that would be healthy normally. But based on your blood type, you might find with some experimentation that you would do better without some of those. Um, and actually, in this little journey, um, we la you have to go back and listen to the other one because what we did is we really dove into more of the understanding and science side of what lectins are, what agglutinating means, the effect of lectins on your blood type that make that make it if you're eating ones that actually agglutinate your blood they're hard to digest they they can really contribute to other uh, immune system problems and all of this really is just about the immune system our whole blood system is about protecting your your immune system is all related to your blood type and it's there to protect you and to tag and stick to things and get them out of your body but certain lectins are shown under the microscope of certain foods to agglutinate certain blood types. And that means they're sticking together, even things that you don't want to get rid of. And they can also cause problems because they'll stick and start agglutinating in some of your organs. So go back. I hope that's enough to say you've got to go back and listen to that so you understand that better. Yeah. Um, because otherwise... Uh, I feel like you really need that base so that what we're talking about now will make more sense too. But we're just gonna, but we're just gonna talk about um, some of the foods for certain blood types to give you an idea. Just a reminder: there's four blood types: O, A, B, and AB, and they are all based on uh, our heritage, the, our our history. So the very first blood type was O, and that out from that came all these other blood types. And I explained that in the last one too. So we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about um, the food and that one size does not fit all in the approach to nutrition is the way I feel about it. Right. Um, because my experience 
is that there's a gazillion diets out there, and it can get so confusing. It can. It really can. Honest to and, goodness. And I've always just been a whole food person. So I feel like the, the base for anything that we do to, to maintain or correct our health condition starts with what you put in your mouth every day. So let's just look at that. Let's look at what you eat. And as I go through this, I'm going to be talking more specifically about my blood type, but it will give you an idea so that when you, hopefully it will make you so curious to find out if you don't know. Now, Linda said she didn't know what her blood type was. I don't. And there are some ways you can find that. Sometimes your doctor should have that. If you've ever been in the hospital, you'd have that. If you ever gave blood, you could find out. And it happens to be on my marriage certificate. So not everyone or every state asks for that, but that's how I found out what mine was. I'm going to try to guess what Linda's is All right. by, by asking her a few questions since she doesn't. And then I'm going to start talking about the uh, things. And actually, this is, this is almost an interview of Linda because um, Linda does not know what it is. But by based on these questions, she's going to have to tell me some things. And then we're together going to figure it out. Actually, it's not just me figuring it out. So, so Linda, do you... Um, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> so, Linda, do you, uh, what kind of exercise do you like? What kind of exercise do I do? Yeah, or do you like? What do you find yourself loving to do? What do you like to do as far as exercise? Farm. I know. <laughs> That's what I like, squatting. <laughs> okay, so you like the heavy lifting part kind of thing, sort of. Yes, I, mean, I you're, do. You're a very, you're a very strong person. Okay. Nice. Yep. But you don't like to run, do you? No, I don't like to run. You never liked to run. I never did. Uh huh. I, and I know that just you know, yeah. having become your friend, I kind of uh -huh. knew that you probably didn't like that. And neither do I. Um, do you like? Do you feel like? I mean, if you could have clean meat. Do you like, not that you want to eat it all the time, but do you like to eat meat? I do. Okay. And I don't know, but, you know, in blood type, there is this, there is a type A. And then we also talk in society about people being just type A. Um, that person is usually very organized, very in control, a leader. They sometimes are almost too wound up that way, you know, right? We're talked about as being type A as, and they're very productive yeah. people. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, would you say you're kind of like that? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. So I am going to just throw in a guess here. I've asked you if you like meat and you do. And I have, when I ask that question to all the different blood types, it's usually type A that will say they could take it or leave it, or they really don't really care for it that much. Mm -hmm. And they may already have a pattern of feeling better eating fish, and, you know, maybe they do something like that. Mm -hmm. And that, according, if you look at the blood types and this information that, you know, I'm bringing to you, the person that is a type A blood type usually does better 
with those kind of foods. And so actually, let me ask you a few more questions. I'm going to look at the blood type for A, and we're going to talk about that one since you're either an A or an AB possibly. Because Oh, here's the other question. Do you like dairy products? Cheese. Yes, I do uh-huh. like dairy. Yeah, I do like okay. dairy. Okay. Yeah. Now, we know that dairy has been very adulterated. Yeah. So if we were able to get, I'm a B, if you're an A or an AB, um, especially if you're an AB, that would mean you are, you have, you're partially able to digest dairy, normally speaking, and should be able to do well on that food. But I'm no, and, and I should be even better at it than you as a, as a B type, according to this information. Mm-hmm. But I have all, I almost eat no dairy now. Mm-hmm. And it's partly because there's something wrong with dairy. It's right. not the dairy that our ancestors had. Right. Like the wheat, so, the same thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so as people are coming to this call to understand this stuff, I want you to know that I don't recommend any diet. Right. <laughs> I am not a diet follower. I'm a whole foods follower right. who believes that whole real food is what we should start with as our foundation, foods that are in their whole form, not already processed. So that means all your fruits and vegetables, that would mean raw milk if you could get it. That would mean, you know, everything in its purest form possible is how we want to get most of that food and get very little in a box and eat very little that's in a box. Right. Because anything that's processed um, can cause a problem usually it's for a lot processed. of a lot of, it's a lot of different reasons. <laughs> right. A lot of different reasons. And once we fill up with whole foods, not only are we more satisfied because we're getting all the fiber in whole foods, that's usually what's processed out is right. the fiber, yeah. but the fiber is super important to keep our blood sugar level the way it should be. It's super important for um, digestion and elimination to have fiber. Fiber soaks up the things, even the bad things that your body's automatically cleansing. Do you know that your body is detoxing all the time? All the we don't time. Necessarily- we are detoxing all the time, and that doesn't require a special diet necessarily, unless you have so many issues and problems, and maybe you've got heavy metal that's, we all have heavy metal, and that's why we need to be eating lots of fruits and vegetables to help our body naturally detox from them. But some people are so bad, they really need to do some very special intervention that even does need some supplementation. So just so you know. But just it's so important to be eating whole foods is my point in this part of the discussion. So we know that there isn't a diet to fit every person. Right. Um, I mean, you know, one that would fit everyone. So that means we have to be really listening to our body. Our body is talking to us all the time. And I can't tell you how many years I ignored what it was saying. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I'm just getting older. Right? Right. right. Have mm-hmm. we ever thought of that, right? Oh, or, yeah, yeah. Or based on what the doctor says, is, you know, you just need to take some anti-inflammatories. Right. Well, my, my question is, why am I inflamed in the first place? Right. What am I putting in that's making me inflamed? Let really? me find that out mm-hmm. and eliminate that. So when we experiment with our foods, 
And blood typing will just help you. It's just a tool to help you uh, do some experimentation. In the blood types, Linda, there is a list of foods that actually act like medicine in your body. Wow. So you want to eat more of those foods because your body just loves them. Then there's a huge list of almost every other food that's called the neutral list. And that means your blood's not going to be agglutinating when you eat it. You know, the lectins are not going to be, uh, all those foods are good for you and they're not going to, they're not going to cause your blood to agglutinate and stick together, Mm -hmm. your blood cells. Mm -hmm. And then there's a very small list of foods that you need to avoid. Mm -hmm. So does that sound like that would be so hard? No, it doesn't sound like it would be hard at all. Well, some people get all freaked out when they see something on their avoid list as if it's the end of the world. Whoa, baby. <laughs> Whoa, baby. Because, <laughs> if they, because, for instance, if they're a chicken eater and they really like chicken and they've always eaten chicken their whole life, and you can probably chime in when I get honing into your blood type more about your own foods that you love, right? But when they're told that chicken is on their avoid list, they go, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Well, it's on my avoid list. (laughs) And I used to eat chicken, but let me tell you my story. About 10 or 12 years ago, I almost ate no chicken because something in my being was not attracted to chicken mm. because I started listening to my body better. Right. And, and I thought, though, that the reason for that, and it could be partially, was that if we knew what was going on with chicken back then mm-hmm. and all the hormones pumped into it and mm-hmm. all that stuff, yeah. you know, and I knew that. So part of it was I was back and I was not having chicken because I realized it was, it was not good chicken. Right. But I still thought that good chicken would be a good food for me, you know. Mm-hmm. But I also have not missed it at all because it really is not a good food for my blood type. Mm-hmm. So, but guess what? I can eat almost any other meat, and I am a meat eater. I don't eat a lot of meat, but I do eat some meat, and I happen to been really fortunate to have my own farmer who raises that, that beef he also raises lamb, which is on my best food list for me. So I'm able to get that really good that was fed on the pasture and and never given hormones. So I have access to that. So now, I'm very grateful. On, on a scale of 1 to 10, Marsha, what would you say your increase, the increase of your energy level? Uh, what percentage has it gone up around 1 to 10 or what p- percentage? Do you okay, feel more I enlivened feel like, by this diet? Okay, when, well, and it's not necessarily by this only as my diet, right. okay? Mm-hmm. But when I was at my lowest point, I felt like I was running on 40% energy. Okay. I feel at 100%. You're at a, you feel that you're at 100%? When I eat right, yes. Isn't and that- I... And I'm more, and I'm better at eating better too, because these are steps we make, right? Of course. So, so I started eliminating. It was more about what I was eliminating. I started to eliminate certain things that are not that easy to eliminate when they've always been in your diet. Of course, I know. And so that's the steps. And once I got into that, um, especially when I made the wheat experiment, mm-hmm. 
believe me, it's not hard for me not to eat wheat now. It's not hard at all. The reason is because it it caused my joints to attack. You know, the, I would get, I have gout in my thumbs. And when I stopped eating wheat in particular, and of course I don't eat sugar hardly any except for fruit, uh, because they will start hurting as soon as I eat, and it will take me a week before they stop hurting because once you get it back in, it really affects it. So that's all the that's all the initiative that I needed. Is that I don't want to feel that way. No, you want right? to feel good. You want to feel better. Yeah. You want to feel vibrant and, and alive. And my, and my mental clarity is so much better. I still like. I still feel like though I'm healing that pathway. I'm definitely healing that pathway. The the pathway from the gut to the brain takes time because your nerves have been affected. So we've got to rebuild neurons in the brain and in the gut. So food will do that. And you, if you do it the natural way, the way I'm doing it, which is I'm not going to a doctor and I'm not, you know, I wasn't so bad, so bad that I have to be under that kind of direct care at this point. Right? I'm doing all right. Some people need that extra help, but I was already really in touch with real food, already had a good background. And so now it was just, you know, just eating much more of the fruits and vegetables than I've ever eaten has made a huge difference and, and cutting out the grains. So I don't eat a lot of grains, any of them, you know, it's not just about a gluten thing. I'm not gluten intolerant. I don't have those same kind of effects on my body that some people do with gluten intolerance. I think it's really the glyphosate and the fact that wheat is hybridized. It's unrecognizable right, I know, to what I know. to what our to what our ancestors ate, right? And it's really so anyway, it's incredible. So and it's interesting in the blood type for B, wheat is on my avoid list, and so is chicken. Now it does say there's a little confusion sometimes when you read the book because um, I'm sure that there's reasons for it that I just don't know, but. He said that you should be able to eat, they, they have, you should avoid all the regular wheat, but you could have the sprouted wheat. So maybe in the future, I will experiment. You know, I want to get, I want to really get cleaned out of right. yep. all the things. Yep. And in the future, I could experiment with all sprouted grains. Yes. yes. Which I'm not, I'm not doing that right now because I feel so good without it. Right, right. And if you're not missing anything... Why, why mess up perfection? Right. And I do crave, uh, you know, um, some grain because I want the carb. Right. And so what I do is I'm eating oat bran, uh -huh. which is on, which happens to be on my, again, on my best food list. Mm. Just the oat bran gives me all that fiber and I can, I can't eat regular oatmeal without it making me tired. But I can eat oat bran and it doesn't make me tired. Isn't that interesting? It so this really is what is. I so this is what I mean by each person experimenting with the foods and notice how you feel and give it time because you're not going to know necessarily right away. But give it give it a little bit of time. Sometimes you know right away. Sometimes you do. But sometimes, sometimes you, you feel it. But sometimes you just have to let it work its way in. Right. And so, but you, you usually will know what's not making you feel good. And that's what you need to go, okay, well, maybe that's true about this list. I'm not saying this list is truth. I'm just saying it's something to experiment with for your blood type and see how you feel. Sure. Use it as a, a, a jumping board. 
just just a tool right That's exactly it. and but but it's really interesting because i'm finding out that a whole bunch of what's on that list really makes sense for me personally that yeah so that's good that i'm glad we delved into that one for mine now let's look at let's look at you i think uh, we might have to do another episode marcia where are we at on time i think we have to do another episode <laughs> We're going to have to make this a three-parter, Marsha. Okay, if you want to, we can we can delve into yours next time. Well, that's what we'll do. We'll delve into mine next time. But before we do that, I will find out what my blood type is. Okay, and we'll see if you're an A or an AB because right. I don't think I don't think you're an O. Actually, you could be a B, but well, you know. I think you're an AB because a B person, the personality for a B person is also very steady. They just keep putting one foot in front of the other and they, they would rather do the long hike. You know, they have the stamina to make right. it through to the end right. rather than run real fast. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And I'm kind of that way. I'm a B. I'm, they're the person that's the peacemaker too, and you're a peacemaker. I so you might so you might actually you. just be you might actually just be a B. So I'm going to guess you're a B, and, not an A. And we're going to see you, how close you are, Marsha. Yeah, or you could be an AB. Never know. You never know. <laughs> well, never know, but we will find out now. Won't how fun! Yeah. Well, thank you, Marsha. Thanks again for coming on. This is so nice of you to spend this time with us, educating us in the different blood types and how foods affect them. Awesome. Thank you, honey. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. And thanks to all our Patreon supporters. We really, really, really couldn't do it without your help. It takes a whole team to produce a podcast and to get it out there on iTunes. We thank you so much. Well, as, as always, I will see you on the flip side. And until then, go farm your yard. This podcast is community supported we thank everyone for tuning in, and a special thank you goes out to all our Patreon supporters. If you enjoy our content, please subscribe and share. You can help support us through Farmyard, all one word, on patreon.com.